0: Hello. 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 And welcome, welcome to mobilize.
1: mobilize. Mobilize is a podcast that puts a spotlight on
0: and is a resource for
1: people, people. Friends,
0: friends, communities, communities activists, activists who, who have decided to stand, to stand up,
1: resist, resist, resist,
0: resist. resist.
1: fight back,
0: mobilize. mobilize. Each day, together. Together.
1: together, we shine a light on the we
0: truth. A light on the we truth. focus
1: on the things that unite us.
0: We, we pull, pull each together. other up. We celebrate, we celebrate our, our shared day. humanity. 6, Calling the Resistance.
1: Good evening and welcome. Uh, welcome tonight to Ready to Resist, the emergency call with MoveOn.org, Indivisible, and the Working Families Party. I'm Victoria Kaplan with MoveOn.org. I'm so thrilled to be on the phone with so many of you tonight. We had nearly 40,000 people, RSVP, to join this emergency call this evening. So it's going to take a couple of minutes for everybody to join the call. So I just wanted to welcome everybody. Thank you for being here. Sit tight, and we'll get started in just another couple of minutes.
0: One of the things that many people in America are searching for right now is positive leadership, direction, strategy, results the steady stream of backwards, ignorant, destructive, and immoral policies coming out of the White House has been oppressive. And too often, it seems like many of the folks in Congress are all too happy not to question, and in fact, are excited to assist Trump and his team as they systematically attack people of color, the LGBTQ community, the disabled, and really anyone who is not wealthy, male, and white. Because one political party... A party that is complicit in allowing multiple people in the administration to repeatedly violate the Constitution and flout the law and ethical rules without consequence currently controls all of the branches of government. And that same party seems to be dedicated to enlisting people whose main interest is to methodically dismantle and sell off the public institutions and agencies that they have been charged with running. People are having to look to the courts and to legal organizations like the ACLU. Human Rights Watch, and the Southern Poverty Law Center for any sort of protection. It is frustrating. It is isolating. It's pissing people off. But it has also been a wake-up call. People-powered movements like the Women's March, Indivisible, People's Action, Resist Here and Move On, have taken the mantle, and we are acting and leading when and where our congresspeople and senators will not. We are reminding them loudly every week every day that they work for us, and it is unacceptable for them to continue down the path of complicity. We have seen an unprecedented coming together, a critical mass of citizens standing up and defending our embattled democracy, whether it's confronting Congress people in town halls, or wherever they're skulking when they refuse to speak to their constituents, or it's shutting down the Muslim bans and the wall. And one of the most powerful and effective ways we've been able to unite and organize thousands and thousands of people for these national actions has been the ready-to-resist emergency calls. Over the last few months, I have had the good fortune to be one of the volunteer question-takers for these calls, and it has afforded me the opportunity to connect with resistors from all over the country, to provide a small amount of assistance and kinship. And to be part of the growing movement to return our government to being of, by, and for the people. Hi, this is Vicky. Hi, Vicky. This is Corey from Mobilize.
1: Yes. Hello, Corey. Hi. So nice to talk
0: to you. Great to speak to you as well. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. So, can you actually just say your name and what you do?
1: Sure. Yeah. (laughs) My name is Victoria Kaplan. I'm the organizing director at moveon.org, and I'm on the organizing team for the Sunday night ready to resist calls.
0: Awesome. My first question to you is, why do you fight? Why do you organize? That's
1: a good question. (laughs) Um, I fight and I organize because people before me did, and I want a future where people will be able to. Um, and I fight and I organize because it brings me joy and, and it makes a difference.
0: I guess, you know, can you explain what are these calls and, and why are these calls?
1: Yes. Yeah. The Sunday night ready to resist calls, which are organized by MoveOn.org, the Working Families Party, People's Action and the Center for Popular Democracy really are a regular time when tens of thousands of people across the country join together to feel support from each other, to get trained and to move into strategic actions that we can all take literally the very next day or, you know, that night or on the call (laughs) when we've been taking action together. Um, And that's what these have become. And when we started them in... It was the weekend of both the inauguration and the day after the historic women's marches, just a couple days before a number of organizations and activists had planned to visit their congressional district offices on that Tuesday after the inauguration. And we, it must have been on Thursday or Friday, we said, you know what, it'd be good to get folks together on the phone Sunday night to kind of debrief and process everything that's happened the last few days, the inauguration, the massive women's marches, and prepare to take action together this Tuesday. And internally, we thought it would be awesome if a 1,000 people joined this call. 60,000 people joined the call. We learned that this may be a Guinness Book of World Record for the number of people in a conversation at one time. And that really motivated us to want to do this again. We didn't set out to plan a mass movement call on Sunday nights, but as long as it continues to provide a resource for people, I think we want to continue that. Many
0: people have heard of MoveOn throughout the years. But for people who don't know what MoveOn.org is, what are you? uh, Yeah, just what
1: are you? MoveOn is a people-powered organization with millions of members around the country. We're a multi-issue organization. We really focus on the intersections of a lot of issues about how to make this country more progressive. We use tools of technology to facilitate large numbers of people taking leadership and taking action. Those are some of the core values that make MoveOn what it is. And the organization actually started in 1998. So we're you know coming up on our 20th anniversary and I, you know, in my experience over the years, hearing from different move on numbers, everybody seems to have their own story of when they first remember joining move on or taking action with move on or hearing about move on, whether that was a Howard Dean campaign, whether that was fighting back against the Iraq war, whether it was getting involved in Barack Obama's first campaign for president during the primary whether it was fighting for you know, healthcare reform. And now, obviously, we're standing up fighting to preserve that progress on healthcare that we made during Obama's administration. So everybody seems to have kind of their own story of that.
0: Yeah, everyone seems to have their own story. What, what's your personal story? How long have you been with MoveOn? And what made you get involved?
1: Yeah, so I started working at MoveOn in 2012, in spring of 2012, helping out on MoveOn's campaign to reelect President Obama. I had actually, you know what, this is, I remember, this is my move on story. Um, In 2008, I was helping to run the GOTV, the Get Out the Vote efforts for the Obama campaign in Goshen, Indiana, where I was living at the time. And we would have volunteers come in every day and say, I'm here to volunteer, move on, sent me. And this is small town. Republican Indiana, and it just really caught my attention that there was this organization move on. and even in conservative parts of really in every part of the country, there were volunteers coming in and i I knew of move on before that, but it was like a firsthand experience working on the Obama campaign and seeing the impact that this independent progressive organization was having. And then, in two thousand and twelve, in part because of that experience, you know we won Indiana for Barack Obama in two thousand and eight. so in two thousand and twelve I wanted to be part of helping to reelect the president and that's how I got involved working at MoveOn then. yes, yeah, so I've been there about five years now. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, when there's a party in power that really agrees with a lot of your agenda and is kind of on the same page as you, which it seemed like for the most part, uh, or some parts, at least, the Obama administration was on the same page as MoveOn, it's probably very different than the environment now where MoveOn is facing an administration in power that is very... Contrary and opposite to its core values. How has the role of MoveOn changed with the change of administration?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, In some ways, I think the role of MoveOn has been and will be the same, which is to help people anywhere in the country with any amount of resources or time, be part of strategic action that really does change this country. I think that has been and will continue to be the story of MoveOn and the experience that a lot of MoveOn members have. But I think for anybody, whether it's as MoveOn or or not, what does feel different is that I think the role of organizations like MoveOn but not only MoveOn really right now is about preserving and defending both the fundamental elements of our democracy, and defending and protecting frontline communities and people who are most vulnerable and under attack under the Trump administration. So in some ways, where people might look to government institutions to be the holders of democracy, those are under attack. We need our independent organizations, people-powered organizations, to actually be that democracy.
0: That's, yes. Um, So (laughs) that, that brings up something I wanted to get to anyways, which is that It seems now, at least, that MoveOn, maybe I'm wrong. It seems to me uh, that I've seen more coordination with other progressive groups than I've seen from MoveOn in the past. Is that something MoveOn has always done? Is that something that has ramped up in Mm -hmm. light of the election?
1: Yeah, that's certainly something that MoveOn has always done. I don't know that that in and of itself has changed. And part of what's enabled the close collaboration among many organizations now is the relationships that we've had with each other, you know, volunteers, staff etc. over the years. It didn't just magically happen. But I do think that we're seeing and like I'm experiencing just the strength of these partnerships and collaborations right now. And I think the Sunday night ready to resist calls is a really great example of that, in part because I think there's a shared sense of we have to stand together if we are going to defend our communities and our democracy. So let's talk about the
0: genesis of these calls a little bit. Can you talk just a little bit about who organized them and has
1: MoveOn done big conference calls? Why, why a conference call? Yeah, so this is something, this is this has been the, kind of the bread and butter of MoveOn in many organizations before, but not quite at this scale. So we often organize conference calls or trainings with event hosts or event participants to get ready for an upcoming event. And we've had hundreds of people on those calls before. We have done calls with, you know, Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren, and other elected officials, you know, briefing on certain issues and have had thousands of people on those calls before. So having thousands of people on a ph- on the phone call before and using the technology for these, the whole setup, the sort of a tool that we've had in our toolbox, I think what we were not expecting was the order of magnitude. <laughs> um, and... The amount of time that people stay on the calls, so we learned from the vendor who provides the technology that we use for these calls, that the average amount of time that people stay on a telephone town hall meeting that many members of Congress do is about 15 minutes. The average amount of time that participants are staying on the ready-to-resist calls has been about 55 minutes, wow. which tells me that people like
0: really appreciate the content. So can... Can you talk a little bit about, um, I mean, did you know you wanted to work with Working Families Party? Do you always work with Working Families Party? Yeah. Um, did they come up with the idea? Did Move on come up with the idea? How, how did that collaboration come about?
1: Yep. So MoveOn and Working Families Party have been, you know, close allies and partners for, for many years. And Melanie and the Working Families Party back in, it was either November or December, put out the call for Resist Trump Tuesdays and invited people across the country to participate in taking actions to resist the Trump administration every Tuesday. And MoveOn, like many others, decided this, is, you know, said this is, a really strong call to action. We want to help drive people to that. And we had marked Tuesday, January 24th, which is the first Tuesday after the inauguration as the day that we would help drive people towards action at their congressional district offices. And then, so I think it was that week before inauguration that I reached out to Amanda and Malini and also reached out to the folks who wrote the Indivisible Guide and said, you know, what do you think? Should we organize a call together to train people? We have a lot of people who are going to congressional offices on Tuesday. Maybe we can provide a little extra training for them. Um, and that was the origin really of this first call. Um, and since you then- You make we've it sound done, so easy. Right, no, I know, but- <laughs> make it but, sound so easy. It's <laughs> like, oh, we
0: just thought, oh, we should have a call. And then 60,000 people came on and that was great. So we decided to do it more.
1: Well, but that's part of what's so, I mean, and that's also part of like, it sort of goes through the ethos that I was saying before about move on, which is, you know, what's some, basic technology that we can use to reach greater numbers of people or make it seem like something like this is easy to put together. I mean, the real amazing thing about this is that like people really spend the time to dial in and listen and participate and take notes and then turn that right into action. That's the really awesome part.
0: So after your first response, and you decided to do a second response, and you started, you know, you're on your sixth call, what do you hope to accomplish with these calls? Do you have a direction you want to go with these calls? How long do you plan on having them? You know, wh- what's the plan?
1: So we set out to say, let's try and do these for the first 100 days of the Trump administration. And we've landed on a schedule of basically doing two Sundays in a row. We do calls and then we take a Sunday off, give people a rest, a break, do something else with your Sunday evening. And then we have that schedule posted at moveon.org slash ready to resist, where anybody can go and RSVP for the next call, or you can sign up to subscribe for all of the upcoming Sunday night ready to resist calls. Um, so after April, we'll check in and we'll evaluate, um, do these calls continue to provide the kind of service that people are looking for, the right content, training? Are they still leading people into action that week, you know, in the streets or at home? Are they really serving that purpose of moving people into action? And we'll plot forward where we go from there.
0: How have these calls affected you? And have you, what have you learned from these calls uh you know, and how are they changing your perspective
1: on things? Mm -hmm. Well, they've made my favorite night of the week, Sunday night. I really look forward every week to these calls, even if I've had a role in planning them and I know what the content is that we're going to cover. I love just being part of them and seeing the, you know, all the people join the call, the huge numbers. It's really been a source of motivation and inspiration for me for the week ahead.
0: Have you seen that these calls have had a direct impact in,
1: in any way that you can you can point to? Absolutely. So that first call, like I said, there are about 60,000 people who listened in over the phone or live streaming online. Um, and then two days later on Tuesday, 15,000 people showed up in the streets at their member of Congress's local offices. And even that night, Sunday night, we had about 100 events planned and posted on the move on website for that Tuesday. And that night, that Sunday night, that more than doubled. So we ended up having about two hundred and fifty events by Monday morning just from people who were on the call who were excited about it. That's amazing. You know, and even a few weeks ago when Jeanette Viguera, who's an undocumented woman, a mother of four, a community activist in Denver who is taking sanctuary at a church in Denver, she spoke from her place of sanctuary on the call. And she shared a petition that people could sign to support her case. And several thousand people sign that petition in support of her, you know, during the call. So there's that immediate action. And then we're seeing people take that directly into the streets.
0: That's really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, um, thanks so much. Like I said, volunteering on these, you were saying you look forward to Sunday. I, I really do too, because mm-hmm. its I've been kind of casting about because it's been so crazy. And so it, yeah. it feels good to be helping in some sort of more direct way if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah no it definitely makes sense (laughs) um uh talk to you again soon i'm sure before this sunday (laughs) yeah all right have a good one you too bye
0: thank you for listening to mobilize to sign up for the next ready to resist call or listen to past ones go to www.moveon.org ready to resist